Good morning and happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. My name is Rich and I'm the show host. And as always, thanks for stopping in and hanging out for a little bit and listening in on the podcast. It is fun to watch it grow, let me tell you. So I'm glad I don't have a production schedule. It's 8.09 a.m. and I'm finally starting into doing this morning's podcast. I got up a couple hours ago and I've spent a good part of the morning editing video and color grading from yesterday's trip out to Prescott Valley. So so the morning is already off and running for me, and I've also got other client project work to do. But I wanted to do Tech Talk Thursday, and I wanted to talk about some, some internet and social media stuff with you, because I saw something interesting this week, and it, it really caught my attention, and thought I'd talk to uh, this audience and see what you guys think about it. So... As you know, I'm a full-time RVer, and I've been a full-time RVer since 2006, and I'm operating out of a tiny little Airstream. And over the years, I've built a social media following and a blog following for a couple of years. And recently, I saw another full-time RVer couple who was talking about their YouTube usage. And so I wanted to talk about, more specifically, the YouTube culture and what you can and can't do as a, a full-time RVer. So there are several full-time RV families out there on the road today who are monetizing their YouTube and who are doing a very good job and are actually making a sizable income for their YouTube following, their Twitter following, Instagram, Facebook, etc. But, um, one of the couples that I follow along with has actually been pulling back on the content that they've been putting out there. They've invested a ton of time. They've been doing this for years, and I pop into their channel now and again and uh, see what they're up to. But recently, they've kind of reeled it back in, and they're trying to have people subscribe to their vlogs through Patreon. So they've got some private videos out there that only Patreon uh, subscribers can get on. And then they put out some public ones as well. And in their show notes, they have a million and one links to Amazon. And I got to say, so I tried the Amazon affiliate thing on my YouTube channel. And I'm coming up, I think I've got like 1,600 people. We're, we're coming up to 2,000 subscribers, which is really cute, cool. But... The number of subscribers isn't the primary thing that dictates whether or not you get some money from from Google and from YouTube, you know, the monetized ads that we all see in the videos that we watch. And so it's not about numbers of subscribers, it's about number of views. And another full-time Airstream couple, as a matter of fact, they actually worked it out and figured it out, and what it boils down to is for every view, you get 0.003 cents. So not a cent, 0.003 cents. So let's say you have someone, you go viral, and you have a million views on a particular video that you did. For one million views of that video, you're going to pull in about $3,000. And to make a super viral video isn't the easiest thing in the world, and especially in a niche market, like um, full-time RVing, for instance. So there are a lot fewer of us out there, so we're not telling general stories. You've got a very specific 
um, narrow market that you're speaking to. And what's interesting is, um, so this couple that I was talking about and some of the other Airstreamers and full-time RVers that I follow, they have the same subscriber base. So there are a lot of people out there dreaming of full-time RVing who really want to get out on the road and make that their retirement journey or their middle-of-life journey or a new amazing travel adventure for their family. And so a lot of them are actually speaking to the same community. So this particular couple in one of their recent videos made mention that um, they're changing things around more, they're still focusing more on Patreon. They also pointed out that people weren't clicking their Amazon affiliate links. So in their show notes, they could say, hey, I featured this heater in the show. Here's the link to go buy that heater. Well, one of the things that I've noticed since the audience is the same across five or six Airstreaming families and couples is all of these Airstream families and couples are trying to sell you what the links that are um, in their show notes because they're not making huge money um, with views. They're not getting the millions and millions of views that some of the other popular YouTubers out there are getting. Maybe they're getting 100,000 views, and that's still really good. So that is some good side income, but it's not an income that's going to build into a big career unless you're at it every single day. So this particular couple said, hey, you guys, you guys aren't clicking our Amazon links, and we really need you to start clicking our Amazon links. And um, also, we'd like to tell manufacturers how much we've influenced your purchasing. So they actually came right out and said, you know, we need your help. We need some comments and we need to let people know that we are influencing your purchases and we're linking through our show notes to different things that you can buy. And we need to demonstrate to manufacturers that we are a good advertising platform for them. So they, they came right out there and they, they said it, you know, point blank, you know, help us tell people that we're selling you things. So when a lot of the people out there who are interested in full-time RVing, they're not buying the gear yet. They're not putting solar panels up on their roof um, because they don't have an RV to put the solar panels on. They're not purchasing this brush or that widget. Um, that's specifically made for Airstream or specifically made for a Class A because they're watching these channels. This is one of their pipe dreams. This is one of their bucket list items. So they're not purchasing all this stuff yet. They're just following along with their favorite Airstream family. And there's a lot of Airstream and RV families to choose from out there. So Now, going back to my beginnings with the blog in 2006, when I first started traveling with the Airstream, I had a huge following. I wasn't on YouTube at the time. I wasn't doing regular podcasts, although I did start podcasting and making tiny video podcasts in 2006, and that was kind of cutting edge at the time. People, People weren't doing that yet. YouTube wasn't a big thing yet, and I was hosting my own on my old blog. But I had thousands and thousands and thousands of unique visitors every month, and I could never find a way to monetize to them. As a matter of fact, so my YouTube channel just got um, dropped by Amazon. So I was a member of the Amazon affiliate program, so I put some links in my show notes, hoping that people would 
click on them and maybe give me some additional revenue for the work I do when I'm doing these YouTube videos and podcasts because they are work. They do take time. And, you know, I've got to get a huge following to um, to get out there. But so Amazon affiliate links dropped me a note several weeks ago and said, hey, not enough people have been clicking through. You're not selling off of your off of your YouTube channel. So we're going to drop you and you can reapply to it down the road. So most of the time when people come and watch videos on my YouTube channel, it's because they were doing a specific search. So I get a lot of people who have gone to my videos about doing a full week on solar and how that worked out in the Enzabrego Desert. Me talking about full-time RVing, some of those videos get a lot of views. And one of the other ones, Overwintering in My RV, that was a popular one the other year on, on the YouTube channel. So very specific niche ones that people are looking for, very specific things, solar on an Airstream, solar on an RV, winter camping in an RV. They stumble across my channel, some become subscribers, but more often than not, they watch the video that they were after, that they were searching for, and they move on. So is it realistic to say, I'm going to hit the road, I'm going to become a full-time RVer, I'm going to hit the road, and I'm going to start doing RVing tutorials, or I'm going to start showing you the places I've gone, you know, finding even more of a niche. And I have to say, RV tutorials, the internet is awash with them. There are so many videos on how to drain your tanks, on how to fill your tanks, on how to hook up on how to pack up your RV before you hit the road. There's tons of them. There's another new YouTuber out there who's been doing kind of an RV university kind of thing and, um, you know, showing the simple stuff. How do I shower? How do I fill my tanks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that channel's not getting any traction at all. I've, I've been watching over their shoulder because I've been curious, but... It's been done before, and the one unique thing with that particular RVer is they're not even on the road. All of their um, all of their videos are filmed from the same apartment complex parking lot. It doesn't really look like they're actually living in the RV, but they want to cash in on that RV market. So that brings me back to this particular couple who I follow along with. So they're out there saying straight up, you know, we're doing a lot of work with our YouTube channel. We're providing a lot of content. We're providing a lot of useful information. And we're actually asking you, the subscribers, to dig in there. And as I was saying before, I, my blog was very popular years ago, but I never figured out how to monetize it back then. Now, people, you know, there are great ways to monetize things with like the Amazon affiliate links and, you know the views that you're getting from YouTube, all of these things can monetize, but it's kind of, you know, it's a drip, drip, drip situation until you get into massive subscriberships and massive views. So you've really got to be connecting with a much larger audience to see the really huge benefits. And I don't think that um, while full-time RVing has a lot of people out there, and some of the channels have over 100,000 subscribers, which is great. That's still not where the big, big internet money is quite yet. So 
do the creators of the content that you're consuming have to remind you to watch the advertisements or click on the advertisement links? I don't necessarily think that's the right approach. I mean, I think what the right approach is, is building a wider audience um, beyond a very niche market. And when I was doing my travels and doing my blogging and doing my daily blogging, while I had a very good subscribership and a lot of people following along, it was also a very narrowly focused subscribership. And most of them weren't full-time RVers. They were on my website to learn about the pipe dream, to see me living the pipe dream. And I always used to say, some of them were there to vote me off the island. <laughs> Remember uh, the TV show Survivor? Yeah. I always kind of thought they were waiting for me to get voted off the island to see who the next main character would be. So if you're really thinking about hitting the road and you want to become that social media phenomena, I'm here to tell you that it's going to take a lot of hard work and time. That doesn't mean that it's not going to work for you, but it certainly is not going to blow up overnight. So my YouTube channel does not make thousands of dollars a year. Um, every couple of months, it's nice to get a little check from YouTube and I can do some grocery shopping with that little check and then wait a couple months later. And this isn't me saying, go down and click my links. This is just me telling you about the reality of it. So if you're considering doing that full-time RV life or that full-time van life, because there's so many popular YouTube channels there and there's so much popular stuff on Instagram about the van life, keep in mind that you're talking to a very niche community and in order to make a living off of all of this social media, you're going to need to be doing affiliate stuff. You're going to need to monetize your YouTube channel. You're going to need to, set, um, to sell products and services. See, that's the angle that I'm coming from, um, not only with this podcast, but with my YouTube channel as I'm changing gears to more photography and drone photography and video editing. Um, I, I'm swinging things that way because that is a bigger audience who would also be interested in the mobile life, but they don't have to be an RVer to find learning Photoshop useful. So I'm trying to expand that audience for myself. So what do you guys think? Is it cool that um, full-time RV YouTube families are actually just saying straight out, hey, buy the stuff that we link or we can't keep producing this for you? Or, hey, sign up to our Patreon, or we can't keep producing this for you. Or should it be more seamless that in the conversations they're having and when they tell you to check out the show notes, you make a purchasing decision, not because you're trying to help them build their business, but because they actually gave you interesting information and an interesting review that led you to say, yeah, I want to purchase that too. So what's your preference as a viewer and a listener? Should we be out there saying, pay attention to our ads? Or should we be out there just making interesting content that might encourage you to check out those ads? Let me know what you think. Drop a note to rich at rlcdesign.net. Or if you're an Anchor FM subscriber, you can leave me up to a one-minute audio message through the Anchor FM app. All right, everyone, I've got to wrap this up for the morning. I've got a bunch more video editing to do and I've already done some photo editing, and so I'll make my pitch. Down in the show notes, there are links to several classes that I teach online, so if you're interested in photography, drone flight, or website design, go check out those links. I actually give large discounts to my podcast listeners.
All right, everyone, thanks for spending part of the morning with me, and I hope you have an awesome and amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow on Friday. And as always, the audio and intro and exits in this podcast are licensed through soundstripe.com, which is also linked below. Go click it. Make me some money. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, everyone, we'll see you tomorrow.